available. It is time for Barbara Friedman. Time for Barb's Wire. She'll tell us what's trending on social media. You are with Cape Talk. Views and news with Clarence Ford. Welcome, Barbara. Yeah, good morning. Happy Monday. Yeah, no, indeed. I, Although Baitbridge is trending and there are a whole lot of stories of heavy import, I've decided to go with a slightly different lineup today. I'm allowed to. Jeff says it's Baitbridge, not Baitbridge. Sorry, Baitbridge. Apologies. <laughs> um, or maybe Jeff is wrong. No. I, I or is Jeff right? I or does know. it even matter? I don't know. Exactly, linguistics. Um, so the story I'm going with is one that came up on my uh, feeds um, on X, and uh, it just really caught my attention. And it's a video of a guy with a Porsche. I think it's pronounced Porsche. I always want to say Porsche, but again, here, yeah, linguistics. Um, he's parked at a petrol station, and this dude comes up with one of those spray bottles and a rag, yeah. ready to wash his car. And I think we've all encountered this at intersections and other places. This is definitely in Cape Town, and um, I'm not quite sure when. I'm not quite sure when, but it was posted yesterday. It's already had well over a million views. We will get it up on our website as well, capetalk.co.za. What would you do if someone tried to clean your car without permission? This Porsche owner was having none of it. He kind of like discussed it with the guy. But there's a woman filming the whole thing. And so some people are saying it's staged. It doesn't look staged to me. Um, I'm going to play the very end of the clip just to get a sense of the energy. Um, as this guy, when he's refused pay to be, he doesn't get paid, starts stabbing the back tire with a knife. But let's listen to this little clip. That's just the very end. But if you listen to the whole clip, if you go to our website later and you find the, the, the article with this clip in, you know, they're having a discussion, the guy and this, the two men, and um, he's kind of saying, no, I don't want you to clean my car. And this guy's already cleaning it. So that's okay. So it's not after the fact he's busy cleaning it. Yeah. He, it's not as if he cleaned the car. He had been wiping it, but the guy had been trying to stop him. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's different opinions on the, under the post. Some people are saying nonsense. You know, he repeatedly told him not to carry on. And um, he says this is a lot of people saying this is what happens often at, at intersections. Other people are saying just pay him the money. Just give him 10 rand. Give him 20 rand. Let's move on. You see, but they it's don't difficult. want 10 rand. They want a little more. Okay. Uh, but especially just... when they're coming with that, uh, that new kind of... <laughs> Product uh, yeah. that they use. No, no, no. This is a st this is not a person who employed by the garage. Okay. Sorry, let me be clear. But they're not employed by the garage. No, but they're... this is a guy who looks, and I'm sorry, you know, he's look quite roughly dressed okay. with like a little spray bottle and a rag <laughs> that I always think looks a bit dirty. He was um, he was not involved in the petrol station at all. He just wandered up and saw a fancy car and decided to like, and then stabbed the wheel. I mean, like so aggressively, there as well. he stabbed that wheel repeatedly. It was absolutely hectic to watch. And people are saying, you know, um, this is what happens. Lots of comments on both sides. Mostly people saying, you must tell him not to touch your car. Uh, only in South Africa, this happens a lot. Uh, you know, people are sure.
No, there's a lot of lot of feelings here about it. Yeah, no, and it happens at intersections. Some people this really is, aggressively it offer is their less service. It's common that like it's in the forecourt of a of a of a fuel station, yeah. and this guy who clearly has got nothing to do with the fuel station wandered up and started trying to clean because he saw obviously dollar signs when he saw this particular make of car. Um, it's a mess. So how did it end? I don't know. The car wheel was stabbed multiple times. Okay, and everyone so the, was screaming. The wheel is dead. And the wheel is dead. Okay. I mean, that's going to cost you quite a lot to fix, Mr. Porsche owner. Ouch. Anyway, whatever you think about that, maybe people out there have had that experience. I don't know. Um, it hasn't really happened, but I have seen it happening at intersections. It has happened. In, yeah. So maybe you want to tell us about it, if it has happened, where, are, where is it happening? And what's the best way to deal with it, if you've got some advice on that? Yeah, front. some people are actually saying, uh, mentioning some intersections here and saying it's radical at that particular area. Um, yeah, I don't know. People are saying, Betalom, bro. I say, Betalom. <laughs> and it works for me. I don't think everybody's going to get away with that one. I know. It's hectic. <laughs> the second story isn't something that's going viral, or maybe I can make it go viral, but it was just something that I saw particularly someone on my Facebook feed shared and wrote a few comments, and there was quite a lot of traction on it. It was They were sharing this pair of very worn-out looking, and we've done these stories before. It's a pair of diesel Black S Athos Low Sneakers, Literally looks like the oldest pair of sneakers you've ever owned, multiplied by a thousand. Mm. They cost five thousand one hundred and ninety-nine rand, mm -hmm. and this descriptor on the advert, on this case on the Bash website, says, uh, "You know, these step into laid-back style with our men's low-top denim trainer, a fusion of comfort and worn-in aesthetics, crafted from washed denim. These trainers showcase a relaxed and casual vibe." Heavy fraying on the upper and the dirty treatment on the vulcanized sole impart an ultra-warning look, adding a touch of urban edge to your footwear. Perfect for that sort of balance between comfort and a lived-in style. And I really want to understand this. Why would you pay over 5,000 Rand for a pair of sneakers that if you bought them at one of the El Cheapo shops, they would look like that after about a week anyway? Because you know they don't last that long, and I just I know that I get it. I'm not an, I know that there's this aesthetic, but it is crazy. I, I could I could spend silly amounts on let's say a collector's item LP that I can't find anywhere in the world. I I, I probably could do that, but not for sneakers. But is it the same thing? But these really I I, I mean they really look like they're like 50 years old, but not but like they look like terrible. Um, I understand the distressed aesthetic. I'm quite drawn to it, but I kind of feel. Aesthetic. I like that. I know. I just I don't understand. Like you're buying something brand new and you're making it look very very old. And I just I do understand it. You do. I kind of do because I prefer things that look a little bit worn than things that look sparkling new. But I I do find this completely crazy. It's, to me, this says speaks volumes about this crazy world we live in. Yeah. You want to look like. Uh, a person who lives rough on the street, you're prepared to pay 5,000 Rand to look like that. Yeah. There's something I kind of odd about that. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. You I, would never buy that. I, you know, I, I, I probably have two pairs in, in my cupboard and maybe once a year I'll update those two Because pairs. you kind of think my sneakers look worn. 
It takes a lot for me to notice that. <laughs> no, me too, um, to an extent. I mean, my partner will, like, he's just bought two new pairs of sneakers because his older ones were looking a little bit worn. I mean, mm. they looked fine to me, but, like, I get that. Yeah. That's what most people's view on this is. But here we're actually selling you something that really, like, anyone who's not in, in the know, because they say, yeah, it's the in. It's very in if you wear these. Okay. Right. In for how long? If I'm not sure. That's the amount of then, money you want to spend to be in? Good yeah. I'm, my final story is, you know, close to my heart, is the baboons on the Cape Peninsula. Um, I know before I get into the story that there is a baboon somewhere in the Dip River area currently that is actually on roofs and they are monitoring. But I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the baboons of Constantia, the CT troop to be specific, that um, has been let down. And we know that when they moved out of the formal baboon management area last year, so they go from the one side of Constantinic into the Cecilia Forest area. They're no longer in the mandate of the city's management Ooh. area and tender. You know, they're wild animals. They don't stick between the lines. It's the same as, you know, when the world decides to draw maps and draws lines between countries. I mean, people don't stay where they are told to. Baboons, even less so. Yeah. And now they've moved into the sort of other side of Constantinic. They're no longer under the NCC uh, the monitors. Well, they're not, they're not in the, they're not in sand parks. They're still in the urban area. They're just not in the area that was designated under the tender, according to oh, Eddie I Andrews. See. Okay, I got you. And so Jenny Trithan of Baboon Matters and other organizations have been raising money for months. They've raised, according to Jenny, I think over 600,000 rand to pay the seven monitors who are the most experienced and wonderful guys to look after CT Troop for the last few months. But as Jenny says that you can't keep doing this. It, beca it is a city mandate. And so on Saturday, there was a protest in the area that Baboon Matters um, held. The monitors were all there. These guys are fantastic. They are devastated because they won't have salaries coming up for this season at time of the year. And also the baboons are running all over the roads there, um, potentially causing accidents. People are like not knowing how to manage this. There are civilians who are trying to help. And I hope we've got Jenny on the line. She is too, yeah. Um, because no one can put it better than Jenny does. Welcome, Jenny. <laughs> Hello again. Great to you have know, you back. Much, much as I love speaking to you, I wish I wasn't always speaking to you about know. you know the, the baboon problems. I wish that it was just resolved and, uh, you know, when we spoke, we could tell you good stuff. But here we are again having yet another funding discussion. Yeah. I, I don't understand this one, though, Jenny, because I mean, uh, it sounds just caught up in bureaucratic cogwash. I mean, we, we're talking about maybe different wards, if I'm hearing Barbara correctly. Well, not only that, it, it's not just the CT2 troop, it's also the C4 troop of Simonstown. So suddenly there are what appear to be changes to the tender document, which is not really allowed. But, you know, if you look at the tender, they make allocation for all the troops. Um, I did put it up on Facebook. And yet they've withdrawn monitors from first Satoa Road, then CT2, now C4. And so at the busy time of year, you've got tourist hotspots where baboons are are you know getting food from tourists which is really 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 bad we've got potential road accidents i mean the roads are crazy you know what it's like in cape yeah. town over christmas so it's 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 terrible yeah so, so what are we needing at this moment in time jenny so we've been asking the city the jtt um you know partners since october i've been escalating my communications with them to say what is your plan going to be over this very busy holiday season? And what we need from the city, sand parks, um, Cape Nature, 
is we just need 50,000 rand a month for the Seaforth troop and 50,000 rand a month for the CT2 troop. And our experienced rangers will keep the baboons. It w- will reduce the conflict as much as possible. I mean, at Rhodes Drive on the weekend, um, tourists got out of their car, a little juvenile approach. They got a fright, got back in the car and slammed the juvenile's hand in the car. So, you know, the baboon was shrieking. Oh, the lady God. had to try and open the door. No, no monitors there. Um, you know, we saw such near misses for road accidents. Uh, and, and then in Seaforth, you've got the baboons on the very, very busy Boulders Beach section. You know, it, this is not rocket science. We just need a drop in the ocean from the city budget, a drop in the ocean from the sand park budget. And over season, our experienced, well-trained guys will reduce any conflict and keep the baboons away from the hot tourist spot areas and on the mountain as much of the day as possible. Jenny, we've got to thank you for bringing this to our attention. Uh, thank you very much. And hopefully uh, those folks that can deliver that lasting solution are listening today. Thank you, Barbara.